question everything. with another episode it's your girl kelsey back to question everything and this episode we're definitely gonna question a lot of things i know i said i was gonna have jayani on this week but she couldn't make it today so we'll probably push it back for next week so in this episode as you read by the title we will be talking about the reptilians and how they are the 13 families and they are the Illuminati. I, this theory, when I first heard about it, I thought it was a reach. I thought it was crazy. I mean, most theories are crazy, conspiracy theories at least. But the more I look into it, the more it connects. But at the same time, I'm just like, what? But then again, like Mark Zuckerberg really does look like a reptilian, so it might be true. So let's get into it. Uh, where did they come from? How long have they been here? It's funny because I was reading David Icke's book, which I will be mentioning him a lot, and he said that the UFOs aren't going to invade us because they have already been among us. I mean, it's a scary thing to think about, but at the same time, it's cool to know that if this is true and if I am able to spread the word, that we can all work together to raise those vibrations and escape their trap. So apparently they come from the planet Nibiru, which is kind of ironic because lately Nibiru has been all over the mainstream media. Well, at least there's been articles how in August it's supposed to pass by Earth. It's also known as Planet X, but then I've also read articles that NASA says it's a fake planet. So according to the Egyptian ancient text, the Anunnaki is the same thing as the reptilians. Some people say they're different beings, but apparently they're both deities, so both kind of like demons, and they interbred with a human species, which was known as the Homo erectus, and then that's how humans came to be. And then apparently David Icke says that we all have a reptilian brain because of that. We're not hybrids like the 13 families, but we all do have a reptilian brain, which means they can control us easier. So he says, people don't realize that all humans have reptilian genetics. Human behavior comes from the fundamentals of a reptilian brain, which is kind of crazy to think about. So he says pheromone is a substance released by animals so they can be detected by members of the same species. And the pheromones in human women and iguanas are a chemical match. So we're kind of all reptilians. <laughs> He says that you only have to look at the bottom of the human spine to see remnants of a tail, and some people continue to be born with tails, and the doctors cut them off. And so, 
that's how they can control us with our reptilian brain and that's how they use the mainstream media because they know how to control it and he says that illuminati bloodlines are human reptilian hybrids and the offspring of a race of reptilian humanoids that are widely described in ancient legends and accounts the rothschilds and the bloodline family network obsessively and incessantly interbreed see i told you they're all incest because they want to keep the bloodline pure they want to keep the reptilian bloodline pure but at the same time they interbreed with other humans so we can have that reptilian brain but we're not hybrids like they are because they have the pure reptilian blood uh, researchers Stuart Swardlow, who discovered the reptilian connection as a captive in U.S. government mind control, said that these hybrid bloodlines are the origin of the term blue bloods to describe royal and aristocratic families. He says their blood contains more copper and during a process called oxidation, it turns blue-green color. That's crazy. The hybrid bloodlines like the Rothschilds serve their agenda on the surface and within visible light. And he also explains that the 13 families are actually just slaves to the reptilians. So that's why I'm kind of confused about this theory because apparently back in ancient times, the reptilians were gods. And if you look back to, you can even Google the Egyptian artifacts or Egyptian statues. They all look like serpents. So they all look like reptilians, which makes sense. However, apparently the theory goes that the Galactic Federation, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's like the government of the galaxies in the universe. <laughs> it's in a different dimension. So some people can channel it. Uh, like the girl Elizabeth April that I talked about, I think in my first episode, she channels it often and she has a YouTube channel talking about how some of us are star seeds, which means star seeds are individuals that originate from far distant stars and solar systems, planets and galaxies. And she says that she's a star seed. That's why she can channel them and talk to them. Honestly, if you think back to pre-predictive programming, like Xenon or Star Trek, like none of those seem so far-fetched now, <laughs> or Star Wars. What starseeds are, are highly evolved souls with a ton of wisdom and shine light and love. They have lived in plenty of other dimensions and planets in their past lives. They reincarnate as humans for a reason to help humans. Many starseeds live in a walking sleep-like mode their whole life. So they're asleep their whole life and they have an internal alarm clock and then they finally wake up to everything. And some characteristics of starseeds are they're very interested in secret agendas, conspiracy theories. They know there's a lot more going on than meets the eye. And now I'm starting to think, what if I'm a starseed? <laughs> So their purpose on Earth is to elevate consciousness of the human race, help people vibrate at a higher frequency, and open their minds to other possibilities, which, like, now it kind of connects with what I'm trying to do with you guys. There's different types of starseeds, I guess. A typical starseed may have lived 5 to 50 lifetimes on Earth. Um, they're called New Age starseeds, bringing spiritual awareness. Old starseeds um, may have lived 100 of lifetimes on Earth. And old starseeds may have forgotten that they are a starseed and they might be more stubborn and closed-minded because of the density of the earth. There are also, I guess, is good and bad reptilians. But however, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, 
The Galactic Federation came down during ancient times and told the reptilians that they had to leave the Earth, and they refused. The, I guess, the other species that were on Earth that were also aliens, like the Gray Men and the, I forgot the other names, Palladian, I think, they left, but the reptilians said, no, this is our Earth now, and the, the Galactic Federation said, all right, you can stay as long as the humans don't see you, so apparently... According to David Icke, they live underground, which connects to all the underground tunnels, all the underground shit that's been happening with all the child sacrificing, child trafficking. And now I'm just starting to question even more things. But apparently, the real reptilians live underground, and then the reptilian hybrids are the Illuminati, the celebrities, and everyone else who the reptilians can possess and control because they're deities, so they're like demons and they can take over their body. That's also why celebrities have to sign a contract to sell their soul so the reptilians can get inside them and possess their body. That's why celebrities sometimes have like an alter ego. I guess Beyonce has an alter ego. So it's basically when Beyonce gets possessed, she turns into Sasha Fierce. Ariana Grande does too. There was an interview where Nicki Minaj said that she had like two personalities or something. So it's all when they sell their soul. Then these reptilians take over and just try to influence the human population because they know they're looked up to by us and we idolize them. So my question was like, since they came like thousands of years ago, why did it take them so long to take over the world? Like why do they have to go through a whole new world order agenda? And why didn't they just do it when they came here? Why do they have to, why can't they just kill us all at once? Why does it take a virus or a vaccine to do it? Well, (laughs) he actually answered it right after I asked that I turned to the next chapter and and he said the reptilians can't just arrive in a spacecraft and take over they would have done so long ago if it was that easy and why would they have worked for thousands of years through their hybrid bloodlines if it was not necessary there are a number of x factors that we yet need to know in order to understand this but certainly the problem with the fourth density reptilians needing third density bodies so the reptilians are fourth density like 4d and we're 3d so they need our bodies to stay in our reality and so they basically need us to survive they also feed off of our lower vibrations and fear they feed off of children they feed off of human blood and they are also protected from sunlight in our 3d bodies and that coincides with why dracula exists because it's kind of like a pre-programming for us for the reptilians dracula sucks up blood and can't be in the sunrise So it's basically talking about the reptilians. They also have advanced technology, which is why, remember in the last episode I said that in Lake China, they have tunnels to Area 51, and I said how if it's so far, like how could they get from one point to another? And then I connected it to the McMartin Preschool which also has underground tunnels. Well, he says that they have advanced technology and they have super high speed cars that are underground and they use it for traveling from place to place. Apparently they can also teleport and read our minds. Do you guys remember in one of Hillary's, Hillary Clinton's emails when she said, I'm gonna sacrifice a chicken in the backyard to Moloch? So David Icke also talks about Moloch 
And he says the language codes and meanings connect the serpent race to what we call Satanism, blood drinking and human and animal sacrifices. He says the reptilians can stay in this reality for longer, even take the hold of human form by drinking human blood that carries a human genetic vibrational codes. The very word sorcery comes from the Greek soros, lizard. And sorrel, goat, which comes from the Semitic word cerium, goat. The goat and the goat head symbols used to denote satanic deities are symbolic of the reptilians. This relates to deities like the goat god Pan, symbolizing the horned god. Reptilians, uh, Savak says the Pan derives from the Hebrew noun pin, meaning penis, and that cerium goat is an expression of the serapa flaming snake which connects into the biblical seraphim and the highest rank of angel. Goat is tragos in ancient Greek, which comes forward as tragedy. So it all connects back to the Greek legends, and the Moloch is worshipped at Bohemian Grove. Good to know. Good to know. So yeah, that's why they go to the Bohemian Grove. I think they go every July, so I think they went this month. Uh, the Illuminati hybrid bloodlines in each country answer to the serpent gods, not the people. And human laws are imposed through these middlemen and women by the reptilians, who introduce the written law as well as spoken language and an economic system based on fresh air money. So they run everything. He also says how voting is an illusion, which is funny because the other book says the same thing. He says that whoever you vote for is going to be the same control system. Whoever wins the election is still going to be controlled by the shadow government, aka the reptilians that live underground. All the reptilians are a part of a the royal families, and they're all presidents. Um, well, the hybrid reptilians. He talks about how most of the bloodlines operate within the surface world, but there are others who also live underground as part of the hidden control system. When it is said the reptilians come from the Orion or Draco constellations, we are not necessarily talking about the reality or frequency range. So like uh, I was talking about the underground bases, there's also a huge one in Antarctica, which is funny because I talked about Antarctica in the last episode too, and this was before I read the book. So they also have cavern cities that are linked by tunnel networks with incredibly fast electromagnetic transportation systems. See, like, what the fuck? They also have bases in deep oceans uh, and lakes, which kind of gets me wondering now, like Naya Rivera's death and how Ghislaine was talking about how she owns the oceans. Hmm. And he also talks about China Lake. This is so funny because I was talking about it in the last episode. There was a theory that came out that Area 51 might be the hub spot for the child trafficking. And they have a, yeah, they have a base in Area 51, Sedona, Arizona, in the Denver airport, obviously. I guess this guy named Phil Schneider, the son of a German U-boat commander in World War II, said he was commissioned to build a number of deep underground bases in the United States. He said he saw some of his lectures on video when he got to begin public about it, and then he mysteriously died. Schneider said that the Denver airport was connected to a deep underground base that had at least eight floors, which included a 4.5 square mile underground city and an enormous base. And... 
Also, they have large number of human slaves, many of them children working there underground under the control of the reptilians. What the hell? That's so messed up. And I guess people who also worked at the Great Below in Los Alamos in New Mexico, a military base, they said that I've seen multi-legged humans that look like half human, half octopus, also reptilian humans and furry creatures that have hands like humans and cry like a baby. It mimics human words, also huge mixture of lizard human cages. I frequently encountered humans in cages, usually dazed or drugged, but sometimes they cried and begged for help. We were told they were hopelessly insane and involved in high-risk drug tests to cure insanity. Wow. We were told never to try to speak to them at all. At the beginning, we believed that story. Finally, in 1978, a small group of workers discovered the truth. Bro. Wow. Most people who work at these establishments don't know about this. The bases are structured as many floors and levels. The lower level you go, the higher security clearance is required. The lowest level opens up to the cavern and tunnel system. This allows human scientists and government and military personnel to work with reptilians on genetic and technology programs to advance the agenda of human control. Damn. He also talks about how they're controlling the Matrix. This book was written in 2010, and he also talked about how we're living in a hologram. And it's funny because they just released the CIA documents of the hologram this year. And how he describes the hologram is just that we're energy beings, and what our brain perceives as matter is energy, so that's the hologram. He also talks about the Georgia Guidestones, how obviously the reptilians are behind that and the plan. And I talked about it, I think, in the last episode. But he talks about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is a major founder of the vaccination programs in Third World, has given multi-millions to Planned Parenthood and other population control organizations, while CNN founder Ted Turner has donated massively to population reduction causes. He said that 95 deal, even the Gates were outdone by their friend, the multi-billionaire financier Warren Buffett, who pledged $37 billion to the Gates Foundation, much of it for population reduction organizations. The Obama health care plans included provisions to pave the way for government-funded abortion without limits, and this is another expression of the depopulation agenda as predicted by Dr. Richard Day in 1969. So not only do they infiltrate our medicine, our food, like I said, they infiltrate every power structure and government on earth, including charitable and philanthropic ones. So to those people who are like, but Bill Gates donates to this and then George Soros is such a philanthropic person, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but They are literally trafficking children. I don't care what you say. Um, Moving on. (laughs) He talked about in an interview how they can get away with it because everyone who's in power is a hybrid and doesn't say anything. That's why most of these people have gotten away with it for so long. So most of the 30-30 degree Freemasons are hybrids. The family bloodline is huge, connects down to, like I mentioned before, Obama. Um, There's a lot of celebrities Trump ties in with the royals. Another reason why the Book of Enoch was ripped out is because it talks about the reptilians. So if anyone can get their hands on it. I don't know if you guys remember when they burnt down the Library of Alexandria in Roman era. There was text about the Atlantis in there, ET civilizations, and high technology and reptilians. And I'm assuming that's why they burnt it. There was this other woman. Her name was Arizona Wilder. Well, that's her cover name, but 
if you look her up, she's on YouTube. She talks about how her family was also a part of the bloodlines and she saw some crazy stuff. She saw Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton doing some nasty stuff to kids and she's been a part of the ritual. She said on Halloween night, there's a big one. Um, she goes in depth with what these reptilian hybrid people do. They're also shapeshifters. So that's why they need our blood is to shapeshift and... It's just a crazy, crazy theory. And I'm like all over the place with this research on them because I'm just like, it, like it resonates, it does. But at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? I guess that's part of what they brainwashed to believe in. I mean, they do own our school systems. They do own the mainstream media. So they brainwashed us from the start. David I talks about how since they own our school systems and the universities, they control what we learn and how they teach us. And he talks about how doctors are basically trained to kill, which just sounds crazy to me. But he also talks about how this alternative medicine shouldn't have been introduced to us because it's basically just a big industry for money, uh, which is true. Like, big pharma is basically just an industry for money. Like, I heard this other quote the other day that said, why is there commercials for medicine if you have to be prescribed to them? Because they're marketing it to you so you can subconsciously get the disease and then ask your doctor about getting that medicine, which will probably end up killing you. I mean, I don't know. There's the holistic medicine, which means more natural medicine, where it's like oils, natural things, which I think comparing it to my last episode, how I talked about how God never wanted us to be godlike and advance in technology and our immune system is capable of more things than we can imagine. But of course, they've hidden that from us. They've also poisoned us to make us sick. So I think we are capable of healing ourselves. That's also what I wanted to talk about today with Jayani about Dr. Sebi, who found the cure to cancer, AIDS, HIV, a bunch of other diseases, solely just by changing people's diets, which is true. Most of our diets does affect our health. Like the artificial packaged food, the the meats, the the dairy. I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian, but I've thought about going vegan and I've seen documentaries of vegan athletes just performing so much better and all this. And then Dr. Sebi, he apparently found the cure by just changing their diets and just eating more vegetable-based diets. And these people got cured. And then, of course, he got arrested because he was practicing medicine without a license. And he apparently died in custody. But I just think they killed him because he literally found a cure for cancer. And when the judge asked him to show evidence, there was like 80 people who showed up and said, yeah, he cured me and backed up his, his theory, which I am a healthy person. So I look into nutrition and stuff. And I do believe that our diet plays a big factor in our vibrations too because it's energy and it plays a factor in our overall health and our weight so the fact that they've been shoving mcdonald's down our throats since we're kids with happy meals and artificial food and then apparently poison our water with fluoride which fluoride can cause cancer and also it kills our pineal gland which if you don't know what that is it's our third eye and which we should all be capable of opening and it unlocks our psychic abilities 
movies. So they've literally closed us up from everything and dumbed us down to think we're just these humans who have to go to school, go to college, find a job, get married, create a family, and repeat the cycle. But no, we're more than that. And I've always felt that way. I just, I never liked school for one. I just, I think it was just me being stubborn and not being told what to do. And the fact that we had to stay and Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. just killed me. David Icke even talks about that in an interview. He says that they train us to be enslaved, basically. Well, not enslaved. I'm not trying to compare it to slavery, but just keep us under control and then tell us what to do next with our lives and just control our whole lives, control what we eat, control our money, and they give us this illusion of freedom, which is crazy to think about. My intuition the whole time that this isn't what life really is. Like, we're here to do more than just sit on our desk all day. And I feel like this generation's starting to see that. Like, mo- this generation, I mean, I don't know if it's just the wanting to be a billionaire entrepreneur generation, but not even the wanting to be a billionaire part, but just wanting to be your own boss and not have to work under someone. I think this generation holds most of that strength and most of that bravery to get out of their jobs. I mean, right now, COVID, so no one really has a job, but this generation, I hope, will change a lot of what's going on and break the system and break the matrix because the baby boomers didn't do it. I'm sorry, and the, I'm, I'm a millennial, but the generation before me, I think, was the X. They didn't do it either, so it's up to the millennials and the Gen Zs to break the matrix. And someone asked me on my TikTok that I posted yesterday, like, what do we do with all this information? Like, now that you told us, like, all these theories and stuff, like, how do we get out of the matrix? Well, first, we all have to elevate our consciousness and see beyond this cycle that they have us prisoned in and say no (laughs) start fighting back and start waking other people up like I said the reptilian hybrid people and the reptilians feed off of our negativity and that's literally if you just turn on the news turn on anything that's all you hear is just negativity I think this generation thrives off of sad music and sad movies but David Icke says that they caused 9-11 for that reason and other reasons, which I'll get into in another episode. But they've caused a lot of terror just to keep us in that lower vibration, as well as poison our food to give us more diseases and sickness. I'm just like, why not just do it in one round? Just, just do it. Just kill everyone. Kill everyone off. But apparently they need us, so that's why they keep us around until they hit us with the big agenda. And when they depopulize us, it will be easier for them to control us because obviously we outnumber them. That's why they also fear us because they know that we have free will and free thinking. So that's why we all have to wake up and take them down. Um, he also mentions that reptilians don't have a sense of time, so they don't work with our timeline because they are the fourth dimension they can in a sense travel through time so that makes sense that the simpsons quote-unquote predicted things because they probably just went back in time forward in time and literally the creator of the simpsons is a 33 degree freemason probably a hybrid reptilian so he probably just went back and forth to see what was going on and then made episodes about it to pre-program us according to this other article since they don't have a sense of time and they can travel and stuff since they can travel through different parallel universes there's been 
different timelines where the world has ended. However, it ended both badly for the reptilians and for us so that's why they keep coming back to this timeline where they keep trying different things like the viruses and the the microchipping and infecting us more and trying to kill us off slowly because every timeline that they've tried something it hasn't worked out for them so i feel like either way we will win in this scenario because if they can travel through time can't they see that they've already one you know since we can outnumber them we just have to wake everyone else up and tell them that the world is run by reptilians david ike also mentioned how the microchipping plan has been there forever he talked to a guy who used to be in the cia back in 1990s like 97 that he was working with the microchip plan I guess and he got microchipped and he told him how it is and if you try to remove it it's painful and basically the microchip is just gonna make sure that even if they even if the people don't have a reptilian brain because like I said the reptilian brain in us is what makes us easier to control that the microchip will basically be a control system for them to make basically slaves human slaves and they're this is all leading to martial law after the vaccine and i don't know man this is kind of crazy i'm just waiting honestly at this point for the hybrid reptilian galane maxwell to come out with some juicy stuff um i am recording this on thursday the 30th, which is also Human Trafficking Awareness Day. Well, it's World Against Human Trafficking Day. And apparently she's going to come out with information today. I still haven't seen anything yet, but I'm excited and I'm excited to talk about it. I'll probably talk about it on next week's bonus episode, but I feel like shit's going to go down when she releases stuff. Another thing that happened today was Trump tweeted something about a pizza place. And he said everyone should go to this pizza place in St. James, I think, Rhode Island. But, like, I found it kind of fishy. Like, why would you tweet about a pizza place on Human Trafficking Day and also mention St. James? Like, Epstein's Island, Little St. James? So now I'm just like, what is going on? Is that a code? Or is he saying that... Gawain Maxwell is gonna spill some tea. I don't know. I still don't trust Trump. I just hope some more tea is spilt. However, the whole doctor thing that happened on Monday and now reading the reptilian thing, it kind of makes sense with what Dr. Emmanuel was saying about how she claimed the government is run by reptilians and it's crazy to think that no one believes her and calls her crazy. Also, at the same time, I saw this other video of this one doctor who said that most doctors who are using hydroxychloroquine aren't using it correctly, apparently. They are using too much of it and it's using too much of it that it it's toxic. So I think they're doing it on purpose. I don't know. I still don't know what to think about that. I just, everything is so crazy right now. Like yesterday I tried to take a break from all of it. I know I took a break last weekend, but it's a lot, especially when my social medias for my conspiracy accounts are all 
just this information and then all my books that I have to catch up on because I haven't finished all of them because I have like 10 I read about it I dream about it and then I talk about it and I'm just oh my god it's so overwhelming so like I mentioned in my last episode please take a break if it's too much (laughs) we're only human at least I think (laughs) apparently some of us aren't But at this point, I think anything is possible, and it does make sense, especially with what Arizona Wilder said when she was talking to David Icke about it on her YouTube video. She said that they feed off children's blood, obviously, because they want pure blood and to keep them living. I think it's ironic that there's another theory that the reason they use kids' blood is to keep them younger. But now that I think about it, I think it's just for the hybrids to live. Like, it's just these theories. I'm trying to connect the dots. Is Ellen DeGeneres a hybrid or was she possessed? Well, I mean, she's a part of the bloodline. Now I think about Howie. I think Howie's cloned, to be honest. Because I know there's also cloning for them to possess the clone bodies. Um, There's a theory that Hillary Clinton and Bill Gates actually died in like 2013. And they're possessed now by actual reptilians. And then this other conspiracy theory of how artists reincarnate into other artists. Like how Taylor Swift, she was compared to this one artist who is actually a Satanist as well. There was Britney Spears and Marilyn Monroe. And there's been a lot of comparisons of different actors and celebrities who, I guess, reincarnate, which would make sense to the theory I talked about in my last episode, how they want to be godlike and just keep reincarnating. So if they reincarnate, they keep looking the same. There was one comparison of Jeffrey Epstein and Abraham Lincoln, which is kind of ironic too if if Epstein is dead because they both got killed (laughs) I mean you know Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself I've been reading all about reptilians for like the past week and then today I dug deeper because I had to pull a last minute episode since I had this other episode planned with Gianni but you know things happen so I had to start researching all day because I know I have to put this out for you guys and now I'm just like can't wrap my head around the fact that reptilians live underneath us and then he kind of explained it like if you believe in ghosts and demons that possess houses and haunt houses and why can't you believe in reptilians because they're basically the same thing I'm like thinking maybe some houses are built over reptilian homes or something and that's why they're haunted. He explained it that they live in a parallel universe to all we can't see them, well, as well as that they live at they live underground. But the reason they live underground is because they can't see the sunlight. Plus, the gray men told them to live underground. But they they have to live in cool temperature. They will die if they are in the heat. So he said that they live in parallel universes and. They basically compared it to a radio station, how sometimes when you flip to a different radio station and one radio station kind of collides and you can hear both, that's kind of how we are with them because we're vibrating at a different frequency than them. But some people can see them because they can vibrate at different frequencies if you expand your consciousness, which I'm trying to do. I'm trying to open my third eye and I'm trying to stop drinking fluoride water and killing my pineal gland. There is a 
theory that we read yesterday and by we i mean my twitter group chat and i love them shout out to you guys but uh we read yesterday that the hydroxychloroquine actually heals your third eye and it heals your pineal gland from all the toxins that they have given us and the fluoride so now i'm just like is the government hiding that medicine because they know that if we open our third eye we'll see beyond their bullshit because i'm ready for it i mean i bet you anything they take it and i know i said in my last episode that the virus is real and that's why we should all wear a mask because it is real it's not as deadly as they say it is but then i follow some people on my conspiracy accounts that say that it's not real at all and it's just a fake fear tactic and it's actually the 5g radiations that are making you feel sick or it's actually like the power of your mind making you think that you're sick which could be possible but I think dismissing it as a whole, I don't think is the case just because I lean towards more that it was planned and it is a real virus. But now that the doctors say that a mask isn't needed and that kids can survive this and all that stuff, well, what was their whole plan with the mask then? Just to keep us enslaved and not being able to breathe? I mean, I can breathe in a mask to be honest, but I don't know. It just gets me thinking like, I mean, this other person dm me and said that it's harder to look for a missing child with a mask in the street because you can't see their face so i was like damn that would be a sneaky way to like try to get kids you know and then have them wear a mask that's so fucked up that's what they're doing i mean i know it's also to create fear and now fauci wants us to wear goggles okay goggles i will not do sorry sir i hate fauci i can definitely tell he's a hybrid reptilian he looks like one a tiny one (laughs) i don't know i think it's just too much information in my brain right now that i just can't comprehend a lot of things right now um i'm also doing like a like i said a last minute episode so i'm just trying to trying to recap everything i've been reading in the last couple days i guess david ike claims that the moon is fake that the reptilians created the moon as like a magnetic force to help control our reptilian brains. They just radiate vibrations off of the moon back to us to control us. And that's what they'll do when they chip us. But I think that one's a little far-fetched. But at the same time, I don't know, man. I mean, I always, I, I thought the moon was real, but I guess he said that the ancient texts even say that they never saw a moon or the moon wasn't there. That's why he claims that the moon landing was fake and it was just a Hollywood stage. I mentioned that the Freemasons own the moon, so I guess that would make sense that it's created by them and it's fake, but how would that explain the, oh, I guess if it's magnetic enough, it can radiate waves to control our emotions because I know when there's a full moon, I get emotional as hell and it controls our sleeping patterns and the waves, but I just, I can't. I guess it's my cognitive dissonance that I don't want to not believe that the moon is fake because it charges up my crystals and now a fake moon is charging up my crystals how am i supposed to get that good energy if it's just reptilian energy see this is a hard thing when you're learning new things he even talks about this i mean in quote it is a conspiracy theory but 
he said that most people don't believe most of the things he talks about because of limiting beliefs that we already have in our program with, which I resonate with because I know that a lot of people don't even believe that our consciousness can be elevated or we can astral project or that the third eye is even real because they programmed us not to think those things are real and dumped us down to our abilities and poisoned us. (laughs) But I don't know. It's just things like this with like the fake moon that I just can't, I can't see fast that. I don't not believe in the reptilians. I definitely do believe in them just because they kind of coincide with demons and I do believe in demons and how they possess people. And it makes sense why the Illuminati asked the celebrities to sell their soul. But now I'm just wondering, like, is there different levels of powers? What is Tom Hanks? Is he a part of, like, the OG reptilians? Because he's making a home underground in Greece. Or is he just, like, a higher hybrid reptilian, you know? And then, obviously, the celebrities just get possessed. They're not hybrids. Well, some of them aren't. I don't know if these are edited videos, but I've seen Katy Perry's eyes turn kind of like reptilian i've seen justin bieber's i've seen newscast people like on the news and the mainstream media that they turn their eyes into like reptilian eminem well i mean i think eminem's clone to be honest or it could be mk ultra too see these there's so many scenarios because i saw this interview where eminem is just staring off into space and he just like kind of glitches and it's so funny because he he just looks dumb and he's just staring while the interview is just asking him questions. So is he cloned? Is he MK Ultra? I mean, I've seen Hillary Clinton also glitch too. And I guess in the book he says that when they heighten their emotions, when they get angry and stuff, they can shapeshift back into form, into reptilian form. So, it was that time when Hillary Clinton was, like, glitching. Was she gonna, like, shapeshift back because she got heightened? I don't know. That's a story we'll never know. I also saw a video of her collapsing, and they said that's when she died because I guess she had a heart attack or something, which is kind of crazy. And I guess that's when she got possessed with the reptilian or they cloned her, and then now a reptilian's walking in her body. But he also said that he's met, like, 12 people who have seen them with their own eyes. I think I just have to see one for myself to, like, fully grasp the concept. Like, let me just have one come over and we can chill and, like, talk about why they want to end us and control us. I guess it's just in their blood to rule and control and have power. The One of the reasons why they came to Earth was to find gold because I guess the earth had this type of gold that fuels their nervous system and then they just ended up staying on earth because they liked it and that's why they created the human race. But then there's the other theory of evolution and then the big bang and then Adam and Eve and I'm just like, what is real? (laughs) But I guess he says that in each religion and in each bible they all kind of say the same story It's just the way you have to interpret it. But I'm just questioning my whole existence at this point. I've come to the point where I'm just like, what is, what is life? What is is real? David Icke, you got me fucked up. (laughs) Like the first book I could, I could take. The first book, the, the Rise of the New World Order is like, okay, yeah, there's secret societies, the Freemasons, Illuminati. Yeah, that makes sense. They rule the world. That's why everything's so corrupt. But now you got me talking about reptilians, bro reptilians like the little guys that are in my backyard like lizards 
Like, lizard people. You really... What? I mean, technically, they're demon aliens, but, like, can we just go back to human Illuminati? I guess we're fighting a bigger force than we thought. And it's true that they do try to divide us with a lot of things. They try to divide us with Republicans and Democrats. They try to divide us with racial injustice. They try to divide us with a lot of things. And we're fighting against each other when in reality we should be fighting the fucking reptilians. It's not even the Illuminati or the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers that we should be worried about. We should be worried about the fucking reptilians. Because they control them and they use them as puppets, at least according to theory. I'm also very confused because I just read so many different things about reptilians and like everyone says you should listen more to David Icke than anyone else because he's like the reptilian master and he's predicted a lot of things. He also exposed a lot of pedophiles, which shout out to David Icke. And he has a lot of books on reptilian people. And I guess he gets also downloads from his spirit guides who tell him more about these theories and stuff. Like the whole reason he started this career as a, he's a conspiracy reporter, but people online will tell you he's a conspiracy theorist. But he says, no, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy reporter. Like I mentioned in my first episode, cons- conspiracy just means evil doings. It doesn't mean like it's fake. So people get that definition wrong. However, he said that in 1990, he went to go see a psychic and she told him that his life was going to change and that he was here for a reason to enlighten people and tell them the truth. And then he started getting downloads when he went to, I think it was Peru. He was called to this mound of dirt, I guess, in Peru. And he st- he stood on top of it and he heard a voice talk to him and ever since then he's been getting downloads and like prophetic dreams about what's happening and that's how he knows everything but like at the same time like how can someone just make that up out of their ass and not just David Icke I'm talking about everything else I've read too like how can just someone have this big of an imagination and just profit off of it however most of the people's books I've read like the rise of the new world order which I will refer to a million times he has it for free online why would you make something to make profit off of if you're just gonna give it for free so i'm just like it's really a warning we really about to die i'm just kidding guys we're gonna beat this all right sorry this is a boring episode i just like i said i had to whip one out real quick because i had another one planned but next week's should be pretty fun and it will include the Nipsey and Sebi theory and the Kardashian curse and a bunch of other celebrities. And I'm just excited for that bonus episode, though, because I really hope Ghislaine Maxwell spills the tea. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I know this week wasn't that great, but I will make it up to you, I promise. And keep on trying to get those vibrations at a higher level. Take a break from social media. Take a break from all this crap. Um, I'm I'm probably not helping with pushing this out there too, but I'm honestly just trying to spread awareness to these conspiracy theories. (laughs) Um, So yeah, guys, follow me on social media. You know where to go. If you're new here, hello. I'm sorry that this was the first episode you had to listen to. Uh, My socials are at wokewithkals and at kalscortez on TikTok. And then my personal is just Kelsey Cortez. I'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.